Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and we're here in Auburn, California. It's the day after the 2017 Western States 100. I'm with women's third place finisher, Sabrina Stanley. Hey, girl. Hi, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, sore, but good. <laughs> yeah, we had a little hobble walk over here, but all yes. in all, you look like you're fairly put together. Yeah, no major injuries, few blisters, but other than that, everything went pretty smooth. Okay, so I have to ask, I haven't seen you race before and I don't know much about you. Who the heck is Sabrina Stanley? <laughs> Who the heck is this women's podium finisher? Um, so I just read about Leadville one day, attempted <laughs> it, failed miserably. Is um, this true? What year was that? That was 2015. Okay. Um, my training wasn't, wasn't where it should have been. And so then um, I ran it 2016 and took fourth. I then started dating Avery Collins and started training with him <laughs> okay. and just seeing his, his daily routine and, you know, what it takes to be an elite. Um, decided to do Sean O'Brien for a golden ticket. Yeah. Got it. And so here I am. Yeah. I mean, on paper, it looked like, you know, 22-something uh, hours at Leadville is a solid run. But then you run at Sean O'Brien. Fast time amidst, you know, right behind fast girls, right ahead of other fast women. I mean, it looked like that was a, a big step up in terms of performance. Yes, I trained um, all winter in Steamboat in the snow. Okay. And then it was a really rainy year in Malibu, and so we went through a lot of muck. And I think the harder the course and the more miserable for everybody else mm. plays to my advantage because I know I'm not <laughs> a speedster. And so if it's miserable con conditions, I think that, that plays for me well. Um, I think that probably also, the conditions of yesterday probably suited you pretty well, Yeah, too. no, when I heard <laughs> it was going to be over 100, I'm like, yes, thank you. Really? Like, yeah, because I wanted, I wanted everybody else to be in as much pain as possible. Because I think when you go to that spot of pain, like, I do really well there. And I, that's where I make my home. Where I think other... Where I make my home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think... I'm at home where it hurts. Others, like, they dwell on how much pain they're in. Okay. I'm like, okay, like, let's do this. Like, so the snow and the heat combined which is kind of weird to say in the same sentence, <laughs> really, I think, got me to podium, for sure. Um, somebody said earlier in the week that this looked like a race of ice and fire, and in the end, that's exactly what it turned out to be in terms of conditions. Yes, definitely. Um, I didn't realize how much... They told us how much snow, but I'm like, there's no way. And the snow itself was... It wasn't normal snow, because it was still 60 degrees out, so it was slushy, and you were sliding down the hill. Super rotten. Yeah, and um, I just think that a lot of people couldn't handle it and yeah I I don't know I want to ask you a little bit more about how the race played out but mm -hmm. since this is our first time interviewing you I'd love to get to know you and your background in running you said you ran your first ultra in 2015 yep. is that right yep that's what correct. what came before that you must have been a runner of some sort yeah um so I grew up in Washington state and just started doing half marathons then advanced to marathons okay um, a friend of mine recommended the book Lore of Running. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I read it cover to cover, and that's where oh, I heard of Leadville. Let the addiction start, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I moved to Breckenridge having no idea Leadville was next door. And then um, when I found that out, I was like, if other people can do it, then I can too. So I signed up. My name was drawn. Um, and then an ultra runner friend of mine is like, you should probably do a 50 first. <laughs> and so um, I did. I did a 50, and it went well. And then... Yeah, that's just kind of ran. I did team sports in high school and ran throughout high school just for the enjoyment. Um, my fast pitch coach used to joke that I ran more than the track team. Okay. So after practice, I'd go run the track just because I like I enjoyed running. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And so maybe um, slightly fitting slide into ultra running. Yeah, I think 
my move to Breckenridge not having any idea what trail running was. And when you live there, you kind of just get, if you run at all, you get soaked into the trail scene. And that's where it all began. And then it just became an addiction to the point where, I mean, my partner, where I live, what I do for work, everything is revolved around, does it work with my training schedule? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't come to work today. Right. My yeah, run first. it's my long run day. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how the race went out. Yeah. I think early on you were fairly far back in the women's fields, taking it easy, or? Yeah, so um, I would like to think I'm a strong uphill runner, so I didn't really hold, I mean, I didn't push it, but I didn't hold back going up okay. the escarpment. Um, I think the, I could be wrong, but I feel like the, well, the first, Aid with Duncan Canyon. I think I was in 11th. Yep. Um, and then when I, I ran in with Claire Gallagher, who won Leadville the year I won, yeah. and I was like, I don't think I should be running with her. Like, this makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah. Like, um, and so I told my crew at that day, I'm like, I need to hold back. I'm going to pull back a little bit. And I did. And I think that really paid it forward okay. going on in the race because I ran comfortably and was not pushing it at all. Um, and then I came on top of Devil's Thumb and I saw Stephanie Howe sitting there in a chair, really upset and broken apart. And I think that's when it really clicked. Like, I want seeing Stephanie Howe, whose vest I'm wearing that she yeah, designed. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like maybe I do belong in this pack. And maybe this is my day here. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I just started checking girls off and yeah. um, coming into Forest Hill, I just started cruising. And then I picked up, well, I picked up a pacer for a little bit there, then ran most of that section by myself. Okay. Then I picked up a pacer at um, Greengate. And him I and think I, we understand, we, you dropped your pacer? I did, <laughs> yes. You were so polite there. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, I don't think we put that on the internet at the time, but I think, yeah, you were running so well, you left your pacer behind. Yeah, we made it to, he made about six miles in. Um, number 11, I'm not sure of her name. She, I didn't know there was somebody that close behind me because I thought I was kind of screaming uh -huh. down that hill. So when she came into the aid right behind me, I'm like, oh, maybe I should pick uh -oh. it up. <laughs> and um, there was a, a climb right after that. And I told my pacer, I'm like, don't worry. I'm not going to push it. It's too early. I don't want to race right now. Like, I'm going to leave that for mile okay. 70. And then she started climbing that hill. And I'm like, okay, like, uh -huh. I'm sorry. I'm going. <laughs> I guess we have to do this. Yeah. And so um, then I just tried cooking. And then I realized I didn't have a headlamp. And I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to the boat oh. before dark. So then I had to push it even harder to get there before dark. Uh -huh. um, to and then see I your just, crew and get your head yeah, yeah, and then I just couldn't slow down after that. So it's a bunch of little things that led me to run faster than I probably planned on. But I never crashed or um, had any, like, falter. Do you, were you aware of the moment where you moved into podium position? Yes. What, what where was that? What happened? So, well, prior to that, we were... Um, bad with miles. Um, Somewhere in the dark. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I th if we were three aid stations from the finish, okay. um, like eight, mile eighty-five or mile ish. yeah, we were yeah eighty-five-ish, okay. maybe like eighty-three-ish. We passed um, fourth, or we passed the fifth. I was in fifth, fifth and passed fourth. Got it. And we saw her. I one of my favorite things in the world is running in the dark and hunting headlamps. Okay. And my pacer knows that, and so he's like, he would like even if he didn't see him, I think he was like, I see a headlamp out there. I think there's something up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm like, are you sure? I think are that's you behind sure? us. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, I see one. And so we'd like sprint and just pray it was women. Uh huh. Um, and so we would get close enough that they probably saw us, but not close enough to be a threat. 
And they're like, okay, let's go really slow. Let's hold it back like 12 minute pace and try to gather our breaths and gather yeah. into that. Would we go by them? They're, they're done. Yeah. yeah. That we, it sounds aggressive, but we want to break their hearts. Like we want them to be yeah. like, there's no way we're going to catch yeah. them. I get so it. It's racing. We passed this girl going, I think my pacer said a 6.30 pace. I, my okay. watch was off. We were cruising. And then as soon as we get far enough ahead, you can't see us and like you kind of, you know, rein it in and be like, yeah. okay, now let's prepare for the next one. And we didn't know who the next female was going to be. And so that was moving you into fourth position? Yep, then? that was fourth. And then um, a little part of me was kind of hoping that Kat and Claire were first and second so we could go three Colorado chicks. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but we just started headhunting again. Okay. Came up, we actually crossed some men. I'm like, dang it, you guys. Like, Come on, be a woman. Yeah. Um, then we so came you were podium hunting at this point. You were just yeah. hunting whoever yeah. you could find. Yep, yeah. Okay. We were just trying to move up as fast as possible. Came across Claire probably a quarter mile from um, that 85-ish mile aid. Got it. And I, I was like, I have a one full water bottle. And when we ran in there, I'm like, we're gonna ask how close the next aid is, is and if it's close enough, we're not it's stopping. So we flew by that aid. I'm like, I'm 22, we're going. And they're like, cool. So then I didn't know how far back she was, and we we pushed it. And my my pacers like, I knew she wasn't that close to you but I wasn't gonna tell you that. And so we like, we hammered on to the finish as okay. fast as we could comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> for running that far. Um, coming up to Roby Point, coming mm -hmm. off the trail, coming yeah. into the edge of Auburn and you know, the, the one mile fairly cruiser downhill into town. Did finishing on the podium of Western States start to sink in there or were you just running like hell? I still don't think it's okay. sinking yet. Okay. Yeah, we, again, like I thought, I truly thought Claire was on our heels. Like every time we passed an aid or right before Roby Point, that little group of people, we were like, okay, we're going to see how far we can get before we hear cheers. Got it. And we would get just far enough where you couldn't see headlamps and then you'd hear cheers. And we didn't know if it was men or women or whatever. Yeah. And so we were just really pushing. So we weren't thinking about, okay, this is really happening until probably 10 feet before we hit the track. And then we're like, this is ours. Like, there's nobody passing us now. Yeah. And my dad actually, he flew in at 10 o'clock last night and flew out at. Aww. It was probably on the plane right now, just Aww. to watch the finish. And no so that way. that was really cool that he was there waiting for me. Uh, my brother's my crew chief, and he was there, and he's missed one of my ultras ever. And so Aww. just to like, it was and Avery's Avery was there waiting for me at the finish as well. Um, and he had a very strong, I think, fifth fifth place sixth, sixth. yeah yep okay. yeah he did awesome as well we were yeah. both like okay top 10 let's do this yeah um I kind of dream of top five but top podium I I'm not gonna lie it didn't cross my mind but it wasn't like I dwelled on it yeah or I'm like training I wasn't like the thinking of super it super a goal right yeah. yeah podium at western states like kind of a game changer in terms of an athletic career I know it you know we're just a couple hours after you finishing What's in your future racing plans? What, what, what's going through your mind in terms of what's out there in the sky? Yeah, um, it's kind of up for debate. I don't, there's a, I'm torn inside because I truly love to trail run for the beauty of the trails. At the same time, it'd be really cool to have sponsors and all the extras. And some of the races out there that I'd like to do don't have a lot of media attention. So it's like, do I want to do races that are going to get me attention or races that Roll I'm doing? Heart more. Exactly, or... yeah. And I, I guess those can always come later too, but like it's, it's the next day. So I haven't fully yeah, yeah. considered 
what's coming next. I think Avery and I, our next few races, I think we all have planned out together. I think our next possibly run rabbit I would like to do, he might not. But um, I think I, we're both going to try to get into Hurt this cool. year. Cool. As of now, that's the plan. Yeah. Things could change, but... So, yeah, put yourself in the lottery for Hurt 100 yep. 2018. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Man, it was fun to watch uh, Fun to watch you run strong, especially in the last quarter of the race. Thank you. Heck of a run. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs>